Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello, Shane Craddock here. Welcome to uh, The Inner Edge today. This is part two of um, an episode that I started previous to this. So if if you've missed the previous one, maybe check that out before you listen to this one. This is uh, what to do when your mood drops. Or if you're listening to the audio of the last one, the uh, podcast. For me, mood is interchangeable with state or an Irish word that I use called niart. N-E-A-R-T. It's a Gaelic word. It means strength, vitality, vigor. Uh, I like it because it kind of more implies a uh, fighting spirit, which I think increasingly is uh, more and more important. So part of what I was saying last week was that, you know, your mood is a is an unseen variable generally in my experience in your performance, in your clarity, in your happiness, and in your results. Um it's a bit like a virus. It is contagious. It's very like the Irish weather. It's very changeable. You know, you can wake up, even as I'm recording this today, I woke up this morning, completely blue skies. One hour later, there's no blue skies. It's just cloud. Welcome to Ireland, uh, especially in the summer of 2022, when it seems like anything can happen. But the difference with your mood versus the Irish weather is that you can massively influence your inner mood. You have a major, you can have a major impact. Yes, your inner mood is always changing, always things, the different factors will affect it, but you can proactively impact it, which is very exciting because that means you can proactively impact on your clarity, your performance, your results, your enjoyment, your fulfillment, all the good stuff. So I think the the key point I'm going to make today really centers around this. It's to be more proactive about elevating your mood. Um, lots of people that I work with over time and I remember actually having a conversation with the top um, mind coach for golfers Rob Rotella and I was asking him like in his experience what was the where did people generally tend to go wrong after they started working with them and it wasn't a surprise but it was lovely to hear it because I kind of backed up my own experiences that he said as soon as people did some work with them they always saw gains they always saw major improvements and then as soon as some good stuff started to happen they kind of felt like, oh, I know it now, it's cracked. And then they stopped doing what was working. And that is exactly what I've seen in myself. It's what I see for uh, a lot of people that maybe do some of the work with me in groups or one-to-one. At some point they'll go, oh, I know it now, so I can just kind of stop. And, you know, if you're looking after your physical health, you'll know, well, that doesn't really work. I mean, just because you do it for three months, looking after your diet and your exercise, I'm just going to know it now, I'm going to stop. It doesn't exactly work like that. (laughs) Your inner side, your inner fitness is the exact same thing. Now, uh, in my weekly email on my mailing list, um, I send out a, 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 an email every Monday called Inspire Me based on my book, Inspire Me. And I was sharing a story this week where I was at an event over the last few weeks uh, in early June where there was different business owners and everybody was sharing different aspects of their business and asking questions. I was a participant um, it was most of the people from the UK, a few from the US. 
it was very useful. But one guy stood up and he kind of went through a big decision that he was facing. But he was really all over the place. He was jumping from one thing to the next. He didn't seem to realize it. It was very hard to follow what he was saying. Um, and I'm a good listener, so I was really paying attention to him, but I could see it was just jump from one thing to the next. And then something occurred to me, but it obviously had occurred to somebody else in the room as well, because somebody else said to him, hey, just curious how tired you are, because you just seem, kind of seems like you're exhausted. And the guy said, ah, yeah, I am, I am tired, but that's kind of normal for a business owner, isn't it? Um, and maybe it is unfortunately, but it doesn't have to be that way. But once you're once you're exhausted in the way that this guy was, it means that your mood is off. And then once your mood is off, in my experience, your mood is directly related to the quality of your thinking. No matter how good you think you are, your mood drops. So does the quality of your thinking. So, a quick consensus over a few minutes of discussion um, came to came to the fore. And I, I I asked the guy a question. I said, "Listen, out of curiosity, if ten is your absolute best." And zero is your worst. Where do you feel you are? And he said, I'm a six. I'm a six out of ten. Now, because of what I do, I'm very used to asking that question. I'm used to working with people who are at low states or high states and helping them to get higher. So I said to him, listen, you're not at a six. You're probably at a three by the looks of it. I think you've forgotten what a six actually feels like. Um, and my advice is that you need to take serious time off um, either a week, a couple of weeks, or even a few days. No tech no work, no kids, no family, go and reset. And once you reset and get yourself back up to a level, you'll be shocked at how your thinking will improve and all the problems and the issues in your mind right now will just disappear. Now, I'm hoping as you're listening to that, you might even hear yourself either right now or at a previous time because everybody, I think, who's ambitious goes through this at certain points because, just go back on that, when your mood is off, so too is your thinking. Now, I'm going to give you um, some practical stuff that from experience does work. Now, if you're exhausted like that guy was, um, it's kind of like more like surgery that you need. So that's why it's like an intervention. You say, listen, forget about these techniques or keeping your state up. You just need to completely reset. That's why a lot of people like they'll go to these health clinics or retreats or yoga retreat but they kind of like burn out and then say, right, I'll reset on my holidays or at that retreat. That's fine, but it's not a sustainable strategy for performance because uh, you'll find as you get older, you will get more exhausted. You will cause yourself, even physically, I believe, more problems. So it's much better and it's entirely possible to create a strategy for yourself every day where you're managing your stage, you're managing the four elements of your nyart, physical, mental, emotional and spiritual. So I'm going to give you a, a, a few that are um, relevant to uh, bringing your state up when you're not in the red zone. So that guy was in the red zone. So let's just say you're in the amber zone. So um, the first one is, I'm going to, going to give you the advice that uh, somebody gave to me many years ago. It was when I was coming out of my depression and the counselor, I said, just give me one thing that'll help every day. And he said, Morris, uh, he said, uh, Look, take a slow walk every day. And I said, well, what the hell is that? He said, look, when your mind is busy, uh, what you'll find is that your walking is busy too. Because in your mind, so too in your body. Actually, in your mind, so too in your life. But that's a different conversation. So he said, when you're walking, just deliberately slow your body down. Walk slowly. He said, what will happen is your mind will start to follow. At the start, it might resist. But if you just stay with it, focus on your breathing, 
pay as much attention to what you see in your senses, what you hear. Your mind will get distracted into the thought. Bring it back to your walking, the feeling of your feet on the ground. Slow your body down. And what that does is it takes your attention out of your thinking and it brings it into the moment. Now, I could talk for a lot more about that particular one, but that is something that is universal. Um, the second thing is, and it's just a kind of a given, is that people forget this when they're busy, especially if they're, if they're a leader or they're ambitious, is sleep and rest. So like rest in sports is critical to recovery now. They recognize that. They put as much focus on rest as they do on uh, exercise and sport. But if your sleep is off, as any new parent will know, um, it's very easy for your mood and your thinking to go off. So sleep is key. Prioritize getting it. If you have to be ruthless about it, I remember talking to a business owner a few years ago and he was telling me, oh my God, I can't think straight. They just had a new baby. I said, listen, take my advice. Let's go covert operations here like the US government. Um, organize a trip. And the only purpose of the trip though is for sleep. Now, don't give out to me, but that's what I told him. That's what he did. And he still uses it to this day. He loves it. So yeah, as far as everybody else is concerned, it's a business trip, but he's just going off to get some sleep at reset. Why? Well, your thinking is worth money. So why wouldn't you prioritize in the same way as a top sports person? Sleep, rest, it's critical. Um, and obviously, before you go to sleep, just make sure, follow the basics of what all the research shows around. Having a great sleep requires a cool room, no technology, no TVs in the room, no device watching, maybe 90 minutes to two hours before you go to sleep. Um, they're the basics. And then I'll give you another, uh, two more practical ones. One is fun. You know, a lot of the time, we can get very serious. We like to have a bit of crack, as we say in Ireland, C-R-A-I-C, not the other white powder crack. So fun. You know, who around you do you always switch off, laugh out loud, forget where you are, forget almost who you are? It's usually a close friend or something like that. You've got to make time for that. And when you're down or your thinking's off, it's so easy to say, oh, I don't want to be around people. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and then the last one I'm going to throw out here is a few as I can give you as, as techniques, but I think one that's a very important one in terms of your state is leading your mind. Now, how can you do that? Okay, well, I think part of that re involves relaxing your mind, relaxing the thinking in your mind. And as your mind starts to relax, it's very useful to bring up as either some sort of meditation or relaxation audio. Now, what I have seen myself personally, and also for my clients, those that are open to it, which increasingly is more and more, um, particularly since the pandemic, which is great because it works, and at least they're experimenting, is to do some sort of uh, visualization or imagination exercise first thing in the, in, the, in the morning, before your day starts, before you uh, get distracted with all the noise and the challenges and the people and the problems and emails. You take a few moments, five to 10, maybe 15 minutes, sometimes even 20. And either you yourself Stop, you focus on your breathing and just imagine the day going exactly the way you would like it to go. It doesn't guarantee anything, but what it does do is it primes your unconscious mind in a very positive way. It sows seeds in the garden of your mind. And the more you do this consistently, this definitely does have an impact on bringing a more cons a consistent approach to your mood. If there's one thing to do out of all of these things I've just su suggested, it's probably this one, at least to experiment with it. Um, very few people will do this because the first thing they do, they do in the morning is look at their phone or get caught up with emails, which is such a pity. But literally, if you can just take some time in the morning to listen to 
uh, meditation and just I, I created a free meditation on YouTube uh, early on in the pandemic for people I'm, I'm going to put the link in the show notes for the podcast here wherever you get it just check it out if you want to see it um, if you're on my mailing list you'll see things coming out uh, over the coming months to do with things like this more and more so if that's of interest just make sure you're on the mailing list um, and again if you have any questions on what I've said because sometimes people will send in questions on the back of a an episode like this for just to help me clarify because it's a short episode. So for you, I suppose, well, how do you enhance your mood? There's no doubt about it that you already do things maybe unconsciously to enhance your mood. There's no doubt about it. So you could be watching TV. It could be drink. It could be smoking. It could be eating. It could be running. It could be, So what you'll find is that there's a mix of things you can do for your state that are healthy and things that probably will bring negative consequences. Um, the reason you're doing them is because you're often trying to get away from negative thinking. And again, just to make yourself more conscious of what is the cause of my mood shifting. Once you get to the cause, actually what you'll find is you can very easily create and customize for yourself different techniques that will benefit you more quickly. Because there's so many different techniques. I'm always trying to figure out, well, what's the first principle cause around creating a great mood, or indeed creating a bad one. So how do you enhance your mood? And then are you getting to the cause of it, or are you just dealing with the symptoms of it? Worth thinking about. And I suppose just to conclude, for me, your mood is like, it is like a garden. If you leave it to chance, you might get lucky and have the occasional bit of beautiful tree or some flowers, but most likely, if you leave it to chance, more weeds are going to come in and probably eventually overgrow the garden. So I think we need to be an active inner gardener and plant what you want to reap and that means you got to be on it every day even in your holidays okay food for thought bye-bye